0: All right, guys, Hani Rambod here with 2023 Mr. Olympia Derek Lunsford, and it's time for a Q&A. So, okay, question number one for both of us, favorite most effective way to build dense glutes and hamstrings. What do you think those are?
1: Uh, well, three-hour leg
0: days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hmm. um, no, I mean,
0: I, I definitely think- Glut- He's talking about glutes and hams.
1: yeah. Um, we're talking about most effective exercises. Yes. I would say like definitely like the belt squat has been a huge, huge, um, um uh, glute and hamstring builder for me, uh, mm-hmm. that the adductors also the, um, hip thrust or glute bridge machine, mm-hmm. um, doing, um, Bulgarian split squats. Mm-hmm. I think Bulgarian split squats were super effective this year for me. Um, of course, when, it, when I'm doing like back squat or front squat, it's going to hit a little bit of the hamstrings and glutes too, but mostly that's a quad exercise. But belt squat, Bulgarian split squats, um, lunges, the glute bridge or hip thrust um, adductor machine, and um, you know even throwing in some like leg press and stuff like that
0: too. Yeah, I would agree with all of those. I think the only thing that's just super underrated is walking lunges. I think walking yeah. lunges helps quite a bit as well, mm-hmm. and I think that you stepped that up this year, and that helped – but glute bridges, Bulgarian split squats, um, even being able to do kickback once in a while can also help with just that mind muscle connection. Mm -hmm. And obviously uh, abductor machine also works really, really well Um, in changing the angle of the machine. So some machines are upright. Uh, Luckily the one I have here, the Panada one can can lean back. So you can kind of hit a little bit of different angles. Um, Not all machines do that, but you'll see some people will will kind of sit really Mm -hmm. upright to be able to get a bind muscle connection on the upper glute and then they'll lean really really far back and then they'll be able to feel a little bit lower again just depending on the machine and depending on your biomechanics but i think that using both versions of that abductor machine Mm -hmm. works really
1: well as well. i think those those are great but you know i usually start off before i do those exercises i typically will do like a warm-up with a couple variations of hamstring curls, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, maybe that was so ob- so obvious that I just kind of skipped that. Yeah, we didn't
0: say hams much. We were kind of focusing then, on glutes, but yeah.
1: Yeah, and then, um, you know, straight leg deadlifts.
0: Which style do you like? Do you feel like the best mind muscle connection for you on, on hamstrings for straight leg deadlifts? Do you like to use the barbell or do you like to use dumbbell?
1: I think they're both effective. I remember when we were out in California, you actually had me do different variations of the dumbbell mm-hmm. where I would, like, turn my feet different ways and also bring the dumbbells, um, inside versus outside. outside. So I think there's different ways you can hit the hamstrings when you do dumbbells versus if you do barbells, you can, uh, I don't know. I usually do the barbell most of the time, but dumbbells
0: you can kind of play around with. Yeah. Just don't be a C bum and do it with 500 pounds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was doing five plates straight leg deadlifts and you called me, you said not necessary. No tone it back here. No no so but that's not like the straight leg deadlifts are super super effective but i you know keeping good constant tension slowing down the tempo i'm um, not going too heavy keeping it in the hamstrings and glutes but um what was i gonna say i blanked
0: no that's all good yeah. it's all good again different variations of doing straight leg deadlifts you can do it with rounded back you can do it with arched back arched back you can do it with dumbbells dumbbell variations those all work really different areas of that hamstring so definitely use lots of different variations number two this is for me how does number 24 feel compared to number one uh, <laughs> olympia win as a coach oof it was a very very different feeling because my first win was within the figure category way back when and i believe that now The pressure is much, much higher in the open class, obviously. Uh, And I feel like there's also pressure for reoccurring. So this year, trying to bring in CBOM for the fifth one was also very difficult. But the pressure is much, much more different. And I feel like it's more satisfying now than it was early on. And there's always going to be some different key moments that I feel were really, really big top moments for me um and i feel that obviously like 09 jay cutler was a huge one for me because no one had ever lost and won again and he had done that with an amazing look so that was very 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 proud of that obviously phil heath's first one was very very big as well and i feel that now with like the hottie and derek era kind of like the jay and phil era where they were going back and forth and they flip-flopped you know again very mixed emotions because you just you you're very happy for one but then you're sad for the other but it's very, it's much more now raw for me because of the fact that everything's on social there's so many people behind it back in the day when i first won my first couple of olympia titles as a coach it wasn't pre- prevalent on social media mm-hmm. you know and so it was just kind of one of those things even when the, you, i had the usa winners and they started giving me call, that that whole nickname the pro creator mm-hmm. It was back when it was just all magazines. And so it's a very different era. but I feel a higher sense of responsibility now to speak out about you know excessive sups, you know super sups and a much more about trying to give as much information about training and nutrition and doing things the right way because I do now where in the before I'd be like, well, everybody has their own way. No, there is a right and wrong way of doing things. And I feel like the people that are pushing high amounts of drugs and higher amounts of just you know just stupid shit in general, need to shut the fuck up because it's just hurting athletes people are getting sick people are you know just absolutely so they need to there needs to be a gut check with that and now i feel a higher sense of responsibility to be able to be that voice because i feel a lot of other people just either sit on the fence or just don't care and i do i really really truly care about this industry about bodybuilding i mean bodybuilding has not only provided uh, you know, a great livelihood for myself, but also for all of my employees and everybody else that I work with as athletes. And I feel very responsible for helping as much as I possibly can. So it's a huge difference between my first couple of wins and, and number twenty three, twenty four this last weekend. So I can tell you this too, um, you seemed much calmer this year,
1: despite the pressure And even like you said, like having Chris uh, dealing with his issues and stuff like that. I know our prep this year went very smooth, Mm -hmm. but I know the last couple of years, you know, you seemed um, a lot more stressed this year. You seemed way more laid back. Like you like were just very trusting in the process, trusting in God or something. I don't know.
0: No, I, I did. I think that I know that everybody was preparing at their highest level. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were, Hadi was, you guys were all in really good places mm-hmm. with your physiques. So it wasn't any last minute hocus pocus that needed to be done, you know, small tweaking. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to overexert my own personal stress to create anxiety. Mm-hmm when I knew I knew most of the work was all done. Mm-hmm. The only one that created stress was because of sebum 's injury, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how his body was gonna react, and rightfully so, because it didn't react the same way as the year before. Sure. And so I had to give a different look. Mm-hmm. I had to go for a fuller look, um, try to get more 3D, try to give it more pop, because I knew his body was in a different place. Mm-hmm. I had to keep the calories much higher, his metabolism was ripping and I didn't want him to end up being lighter than he was the year before. So I knew that I had to kind of balance things out in a different method. So, and he had such an amazing back in the off season. And then for him not to be able to train for an entire month and then have to manipulate through, you know, pauses, rest pauses, doing different kinds of, um, manipulation through mind muscle connection where he's just used to like really pounding the weight mm-hmm. but i feel like it really helped his leg development and it helped his back get redeveloped the final six weeks because he couldn't train back for a whole entire month yeah in the middle of the prep and so and then on top of that obviously then he ended up getting courtney pregnant i know and that's that what was, a blessing! Yeah, man. that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Between you and I sent him a message. We're right popping out. That's why they call me the pro creator, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> we always uh, throw in a little no. extra when you check the box that <laughs> would you like to have a child during <laughs> this prep, along with trying to win a title. And they both pressed yes. So therefore, we uh, you know, and then we asked, <laughs> would you like a boy or a girl? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to get that specific. But um, but yeah. So oh, <laughs> so <it's> now, <laughs> Courtney and Sebum are having a baby. No, congratulations. The, to them. Yes. Amazing. Con- huge congratulations to them. And uh, it's funny, man. Like, I remember when he heard that you guys were having a kid and he's like, well, I want to have one. Yeah. He's like, I want one of those. It's like somebody who gets a car, right? And you're like, oh, you know, you know, you got a Porsche GT3, right? No, I didn't. But okay. Yeah. So he's, he's always he's got... trying to one up me here. Huh? Dude, he's trying to one up everybody, right? So he had to get the one with the wing because I have the one without the wing, the touring. And then he's like, oh, mine's manual too. I'm like, yeah. you don't even know how to drive a stick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm over here driving a Toyota Corolla no you guys you're are, not you got a nice Escalade get out of here don't, don't play the victim the, uh, so, so he turns around and he's like oh yeah I, I gotta you know I want one of those yeah it's like be careful what you wish for brother no that's super awesome I'm so happy for them yeah it's yeah. it's it's, it's that's great. I just can't believe it I'm like all right we got I got you know all two titles people, a year
1: two babies a year two,
0: ba- two titles two babies and would you like fries with that <laughs> so, so that's it and then and then Hottie had one a couple of years ago I know during right? The, right, right after Liam Playa, he, his um, wife gave birth to their I believe third child and um, yeah so yeah so we don't have a lack of uh, well we're not we're not uh, shooting blanks uh, over here yeah, at the uh, procreator headquarters yeah um, <laughs> 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 you know uh, project procreation is going oh on God. so anyways Oh, <laughs> good, you know. When's your baby due again?
1: January 1st. So we, uh, w- within the next probably six weeks. That's right. Yeah. I had this feeling. I thought like,
0: it was the fourth on my birthday. It might be. It might be. It might be. Never,
1: Never know. know. <laughs> Could be a Christmas baby too. That's right. I'm getting excited, man. Especially when you guys gave me the um, little onesie. The baby onesie? onesie? I'm just like looking at this and I'm like, and
0: it says Evagen on it. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ooh. yeah. We had a, yesterday we had a really cool little baby shower, but you know. Jelsing couldn't make it because of the fact yeah. that she's very pregnant. She's seven and a half months pregnant. Yeah. And so she's not traveling. So we did it via Zoom mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. And then we had Derek and he got to open up the gifts and show her while yeah. it was live on okay. Zoom. And we had some like Evigen onesies and then we had everything else. And then I was trying to get you one, but they're like, we couldn't figure out how to get you a big enough one.
1: He's going to look like a polar bear, you know? It is cool though, because you guys, um, you guys set me up with like matching outfits. Uh-huh. So like the onesie and then like the, I got the hood, the Evigen hoodie. So we go. I get to match my daughter. That's it. It's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Uh-huh. And, um, and then now seabum has got one on the way. That's amazing. That's man. right. That's blessings on blessings. Man. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Hey, guys, just a quick reminder that you want to sign up for the early release for the Black Friday sale. Make sure you go to evigenutrition.com to sign up. Now back to the podcast. Um, okay, let's go to the next question here. Uh, what feedback did judges give you, Derek. Um, well, we got we got a very simple question, a very simple answer to that is yeah. Tyler went online and mm. and gave the full breakdown, right?
1: Yeah, so to you, the entire contest, literally, of like why you know things went down the way they did. Um, I mean, really, it was they were happy with the improvements that I made from last year to this year, and just to continue on doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, every year I'm gonna continue to improve and etch out this physique, get more detailed, get harder. And every year, you know, that muscle maturity is gonna come through more and more and more. So really it's not, um, hey, you need to blow up your back more. It's more like, hey, you're doing a great job. You are Mr. Olympia, keep doing what you're doing and just keep keep refining your physique.
0: Yeah, so it's basically just refining your physique And if I want to go into detail, obviously, we want to try to make sure that as you continue to put on muscle tissue is just refining that muscle tissue. So chest, shoulders, um, even your quads, all that new muscle. Yeah. It just needs to get seasoned. Yeah. That's it. Um, Okay. Uh, Next question for both of us. Goals for your physique for the next Olympia. I think we kind of went over that just now. um, Is just to refine your physique even further, getting more detail, create more graininess, especially in the body parts. And just to give you guys a little lesson on what that looks like. When you look at Derek's physique, why is his glutes and hamstrings and back so much grainier than his front side? Well, the answer to that is because that muscle has been around for a long time. He's had those muscles for many more years than he's had his chest and he's had these quads. So therefore, that's why they get into shape much better than his front side because of the muscle maturity that he has in those areas. So therefore, as the new muscle matures, like I was just saying, his chest, his shoulders, his quads, thats as that seasons, you're going to start seeing much more greeniness, much more separation as he tends to hold that as he goes on to the next season.
1: And it so. wasn't until just a couple of years ago that I truly started connecting well with my chest and these certain body parts. Mm-hmm. I feel that I always connected really, really well with my back, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, f- ever since i started training in the gym before mm-hmm. bodybuilding so yeah i mean i connected really well with the back and, and and hamstrings glutes legs but for some reason i never really had great connection with my chest so that's why mind muscle connection is so important and sure. articulating your training and so really just the last couple of years i've been able to really find that mind muscle connection and that's why it excites me to get in the gym and train and and, and improve next year because i know that you know, what we've done these last two, three years, mm-hmm. it's just going to continue on.
0: So there you go. All right. Next question here. Thoughts on bagels and cereals during off season. Um, do you do bagels and cereals? I guess this is one of the questions uh, that you got from your, again, these are from your Instagram. Yeah. So
1: um, a couple of years ago, I would, I was like a, I would do a lot of bagels and cereal and stuff like that. Um, I love cereal. Don't get me wrong. Like what's
0: your favorite cereal? Bro,
1: I love them all. If I went down this... No, let me tell you. Spooking like a true fat kid. (laughs) If I went down this cereal aisle, I would literally just like... Were you like
0: Captain Crunch? Were you
1: like Fruity Pebbles? All of it. Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles, Captain Crunch, Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, even Cheerios, brother. Just everything. Hey, heart healthy, you know. Heart
0: healthy Cheerios.
1: Whole grain, baby. No, um, I love it all, dude. Like I really love cereal, but the thing is... Raisin Nut Brand. Love it.
0: Seriously. You know that cereal?
1: Uh, yeah, the Raisin Brand. I love that stuff. No,
0: no, it's the Raisin Nut Brand. The, one oh, that's the, covered, the raisins are covered with the little pieces of almonds. Oh, no, I don't know if you yeah. know that. That's what that's what Phil Heath called Rich Man Cereal, because it was anyway. always like two bucks more. Really? Yeah. I
1: have to try it. But no, but but I know myself, and I don't like to eat like high sugary stuff too often. Mm-hmm. I will, don't get me wrong, but it's because I love it. Like I I, I get a little taste of it, and I just, I want to devour it all. So if I had a a bowl of cereal. I would not only have the bowl of cereal. I'd definitely have the box of cereal, and I'd probably, you know, be searching for a second box to stick my hand in or, or have, you know, eat. So I just avoid the things that I like that much. I just, I just don't even have it because I'm like because oh. you,
0: you literally get ravenous, yes, and you will not stop. So yes. what do you do
1: now instead at night? So instead, um, if you see my YouTube, you know what I do. Definitely post Olympia. This, this is my favorite thing is I actually take a bowl of oats hmm. and I put like protein powder in it. I put the IsoJack. So what flavor you just, well, you just drop the fruity cereal. Yeah. I did that the there. <laughs> right. I'm so like, that. that's literally perfect. Put that in there. But, um, I usually do like the oatmeal cookie. I like to, oatmeal cookies. My go-to. For that's that. a go-to.
0: Yeah. Go-to for oatmeal because again, yeah. it's oatmeal cookie. Yeah. So therefore the consistency can get like that yeah. oatmeal cookie ish. Yeah. thing
1: that's my favorite the oatmeal cookie you just dropped the um i didn't think but, but does
0: it literally taste good with a fruity
1: cereal personally i prefer to just drink the, the fruity cereal, the fruity cereal. Okay. me too because i don't know it's if it not tastes good like with oatmeal. it's not my f- i did do it with the oatmeal the other day and it was good okay. it wasn't it wasn't my favorite because like i said i like the oatmeal cookie flavor i like the ice cream sandwich i like the s'mores those are the ones I usually put in the oat. Milk. How many
0: scoops are you using, and how many grams of carbs are you using for your oats?
1: Um, I, probably about 75 grams of carbs from mm-hmm. the oats, and um, 50 to 75, and then I'll do two scoops of the protein. protein. So 50 grams of protein. So it's, it's pretty flavorful when you put two scoops with that amount of oats. You're putting a lot of water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty good amount of water. So. Uh, I do that, and for me, I prefer the quick oats because it's, like, chopped up and mm-hmm. it's, like, a little smoother. If you do, like, the the whole oats, whatever.
0: they get It gets a little grainy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's what I do. Um, also, you could do, like, cream of rice. You could put cream of rice with the um, protein powder. That's a good option as but well. But you also
0: like to do the chocolate Evo Green, too. Yeah.
1: I put that in the oatmeal. You love that. I stole it from your cabinet. Did
0: like, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're running low. From the house or from here? From your house. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're go I, I was check like my, searching the guy. Look at this guy, man. This guy's just going out. He's the honest thief. <laughs> but uh, so that's why I do.
1: And, and not just, I do that because a couple things. One, it tastes good. Uh-huh. I like it, it satisfies my cravings, but it also doesn't shoot my blood sugar up real high. Mm-hmm. And um, it's more filling. Mm-hmm. So, right? So, like I can have more food bulk. volume. Right. You yeah, yeah. Bulk. And, I, and I'm satisfied by that. And I'm like, wow, that was good. It, it, it curbed my sweet tooth. And I'm not eating two boxes of cereal and, you know, shooting my blood sugar up and just, I don't oh, know. Okay. And then you feel like
0: crap. You're sweating. You're calling me going, yeah. I'm in a food coma, bro. Help and
1: me. Yeah. The more sugar I eat, it's like it's like crack. You just want to keep eating more of it, right?
0: So That's what sugar is. Never had crack, but, but you got close. I've had a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but. You know what's crack right now for me? Is that ice <laughs> cream sandwich? I, was, I thought you were going to say that no, extreme. That, yeah, <laughs> that too. But the ice cream sandwich. Honestly, no, right did, now, I, yeah. that's my favorite. Ice me cream too. sandwich, Ice suggest guys. Yeah. I mix it. Had it this morning. I think you saw me mixing it.
1: I might have stole a scoop this morning too.
0: <laughs> this is what you do. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I know a guy. Yeah, um, yeah. They can get more. Yeah. Um, ice cream sandwich, Ice suggest mixed with the Faye Greek yogurt, it's that thick oh, Greek yeah. yogurt, non fat. Grab, you know, half a cup of that or a cup of the yogurt, mix it with a scoop of that mm-hmm. vanilla. It's a vanilla ice cream sandwich with the little pieces of ice cream sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, the, the little branding of the ice cream sandwich. And I made it gluten-free for those of you that are gluten-free like myself. So because some of them are not, some of the people that have done so, so you know flavors that are similar similar to that, you know, whether it's a cookies and cream or whether it's ice cream sandwich or something. Then some of them put wheat-based, and obviously because I'm gluten-free, I try to make everything gluten-free. Actually, I have nothing that we have is is got gluten in it. And um, but you mix that up, whip it up, and it comes out absolutely delicious. I'm gonna try it with the uh, that Ninja creamy too mm, because I yeah. to try to make ice cream out of that. Um, so I'm gonna tell Farin is really yeah. like Miss Nas, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question here: best time to consume creatine, pre versus post? Okay, guys. So there is. Creatine in my pre-workout, some of, of the brands out there took their creatine out because of the price, price fluctuations in creatine. Um, they go up, they go down. A lot of them take it out. I still have creatine in mine, but the absorption levels are at their highest post-workout. So running that five to 10 grams post-workout is really important, but you know, running a little bit pre, at least a couple of grams, two and a half to five grams of creatine pre-workout, Is really good but you get really good absorptions post-workout and then obviously if you're running some kind of carb super carb uh, glycoject i off-season i recommend that for all my athletes post-workout so doing unflavored glycoject creatine and believe it or not protein all all mixing those together where in the past sometimes we would say hey you know it could hinder absorption nowadays a lot of this research shows that it doesn't so carbohydrates protein as well as creatine kind of all mixed together uh, Post workout is really, really good after exercise. So, um, perfect. Yeah, I think we got that. Do you want yeah. to add? No. That's it. Good. Derek, what is your most challenging exercise?
1: First one that comes to mind, the most humbling exercise for me is those stinking dumbbell neutral presses. The, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dang it, dude. Like, I can do regular inclined dumbbell press just fine but somehow turning it in like this is the most humbling exercise that I'm, I've been doing so far. Do you
0: feel that it has to do with your triceps or do you feel like it has to do with just the way your chest is pressing in that, with that slight change in your wrist?
1: It's a little bit of both. I definitely think that my triceps need to improve on the strength. I agree um, with you on that. But I also think that I just have a little bit of a tough time rotating my elbows in okay. too so which is kind of like we talked about like my supination of my bicep of your left wrist more Mm -hmm. than your right too yeah so i think it's just a combination of both and and it's improving tremendously uh but that's one exercise that has always been super humbling for me it's effective definitely effective on my chest but it's it's the one exercise that we even talked about right before the olympia i said this is one exercise that i'm going to hone in on this off season and just get i want to get better at it
0: and i think as you get stronger at that Mm -hmm you're gonna see a big difference in not just your chest, but also in your triceps. Yeah. So it's gonna be really cool to be able to watch that journey mm-hmm. of, okay, this is what he was doing when he was pressing this amount of weight, mm-hmm. and now as he's increased his weight by 30, 40%, mm-hmm. how is that physique changing? Right. So that's gonna be really cool. Right. Um, let's see here, Derek, did you honestly expect to win? Um, I believed that I could win, yes.
1: Like I, I had set my sights on it all year. Mm-hmm. I said I was on a mission, to be mr olympia and make history this year so yeah i i expected going in there that i had a great shot at coming away with the title and i don't think anybody should should not feel that way that's competing in olympia i think we should all have that mentality that we're coming there to win and we should all believe in ourselves through and through that we can we can be mr olympia um, and so yeah i mean coming off second place last year with it being a very close competition i knew i was coming back with a lot of improvements and i believe that i could be mr olympia this year yes
0: all right great answer um let's see here how do you stand strong in your faith even on the most difficult days i think we talked a little bit about that but if you want to elaborate um well actually
1: right now in my life um it's kind of the opposite. So maybe a few years ago, uh, I, when I was going through a, a, a very serious depression, mm-hmm. um, I was so depressed that like it was as bad as it could get. I, I mean, I really did, I didn't want to be here anymore. What year was this? Uh, twenty twenty. Wow. I mean, legitimately, I did not want to be walking the planet anymore. Um, yeah, I, I was a God fearing man. Um, but I didn't have the relationship with God that I have now, and in that time, He was humbling me. He was allowing me to go through things that uh, I needed to go through, but He knew I could handle them. But He always had, like, he, he was always, He always had a hold of me. You know, that's that's what I believe. I believe God always had a hold of me, and He had a purpose for me, and He was never going to allow me to go through anything I I couldn't handle but I was very depressed to the point where I was like, I just don't want to be here. So I thought to myself, well, if I'm gonna be here, all right, God, like show me the way, like I'm gonna be all yours, I'm just gonna give my life to you and whatever, I'm gonna stop trying, like basically I'm throwing in the towel, I'm throwing in the towel, I'm, I'm tired of trying uh, to fight this fight on my own, I'm gonna let you take over and that's it. And so he started showing me the way, you know, He like, Doors started opening up. I met you and just a lot of different things started happening that, you know, God was just at work in my life. So at that time, um, it was very difficult for me to um, um, have strong faith in the Lord. I was trying too hard to do things on my own. And when I finally let go and let God, it was like this weight lifted off my chest and then he started revealing himself in so many different ways so at the time yeah it was difficult like the question was how do you stand strong in your faith even in the most difficult times back then my faith wasn't nearly as strong so um when i was going through difficult times uh, i was just trying to, to take the reins of my own life so yeah i mean it was difficult then but now fast forward to today that's why i said it's a little opposite today today when i'm going through difficult times it's easier for me to lean on God. I have a stronger faith and a more of a, a relationship with God to where when I'm, I'm going through a grind, going through a challenge, when it's difficult, um, I actually lean into God more. So that's why I become appreciative of, this, of the grind, the struggles, the challenges, versus when I'm on the mountaintop and things are going really, really well, actually that's been the most challenging for me at times. Because it's like, oh well, good things are happening, so you let, let you know I want to maximize this opportunity. Or like, you know, you start to that's when, that's when I start to like try to take the reins myself, and I start to get a little little stressed out because I'm trying to take on too much stuff my own mm-hmm. instead of going, oh God, like you're the one in control, and you're gonna lead me down whichever path that you want me to go down. So that's why I say there's as many challenges when you're on the mountaintop as when you're in the valley. Right. So if you're going through struggles and stuff, there's challenges to that. Whereas if you're on the mountaintop, things are going well. There's challenges there as well in in many different aspects. But keeping a good relationship with God, staying in prayer, reading the Bible and, um, you know, just surrounding yourself with other good Christian people is super important to to um, keep you on that straight and narrow path to where if you start to go into a valley you can lean into God or if, or if think things are going well, you don't get ahead of yourself and think that, okay, you earned it. You did it yourself. No, it was God that blessed you. You may have put in work and you may have you know answered to his calling, um, but really it's he who blessed you. It wasn't you that earned it. Again, you may have done work, but it was him that blessed you. So constantly I'm always trying to check myself and lean into God in in all circumstances. So really... I don't know. I don't know how to round off this question. How do you stand strong in your faith even in the most difficult days? Uh, just knowing that he's in control, knowing that ultimately, you know, he has the the best plan for each and every one of us. And then when you really believe that and when you really have true faith in that, um, it becomes a little easier to, to lean on him.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's always great insight into how you think and Mm I think it helps a lot of people understand you better and also maybe help them on their journey and their personal journey.
1: I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Like that's why we're doing this podcast right now. And that's why I'm, I'm willing to open up and and share these things is because it's not for me, it's for someone else out there. Even when I'm, I'm answering a question or talking about the social media in terms of, you know, how it was first stressful for me and being in front of a camera was, um, you know i felt a certain way it's like there's people out there that I, like i just want to help like i just i hope that i can make a strong impact on as many
0: people as i can awesome what are you looking forward to the most about being a dad oh
1: well i've never been a dad before so i don't really know uh what's to come but i mean everything like everything that um comes with being a dad i want to i told jelson i said i can't wait to just i'm ready to go straight dad mode you know, I think actually, um, gonna,
0: that child is going to be super so spoiled. I man. think,
1: I think <laughs> uh, I'm going to reach out to Jim Mannion, Tyler Mannion, and I think that we should actually consider a new division next year. Uh, and I think the front runners will be me and Chris Bumstead for best dad bod. <laughs> dad, I think we should do that.
0: The Rambot dad bod. <laughs> yeah. So, me, special. Hey, what class is it? I'm going to have my own division. It's yeah. be The dad bots. Special,
1: special invite <laughs> request. Oh, uh, it's going out right now for me and Chris Bumstead for the best dad bod uh, division.
0: That's okay. We got to create a category. <laughs> you got to have a child within 12 months. It <laughs> yeah. can't be high, uh, older than one year. That's right. And um, we got to give the, uh, the, the dad bod, dad bod trophy. <laughs> <laughs> the best dad bod. Oh, that's hilarious. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Hani and Derek, what are you looking for? I'm sorry. What are you looking forward to most in 2024? Is it the travel? Is it the, is it the training? Is it what? What is it? Well, first, my baby girl. That's okay. number one, absolutely.
1: Um, super excited to uh, have her here and get to meet her and watch her grow up. That, without question, is the most exciting thing for sure. Um, in terms of everything else, bodybuilding career mm-hmm. things like that yes i mean dude when i said i wanted to be a bodybuilder and i wanted to be mr olympia this is what i always dreamed of traveling the world getting to train in really cool gyms getting to meet you know tons of people and that's passionate about bodybuilding it's like this is this is what i signed up for man this is what what i always wanted and so now i get to live it and do it so i want to go everywhere i want like i want to be as busy as i possibly can be
0: which sucks because right now you can't do that because you got Jelson, so you were like, I know you're like, I want to go here, I want to go there. Oh, you But can't. you
1: know what? But to, you will. To me, that's a God thing. That's God saying, hey, make sure you slow down. That's right. Make sure you have balance. Put your family first, because otherwise I'd be here, there, and everything. Guys,
0: he literally is like, hey, do you need me to go to Dubai with you? I'm like, you got Jelson at home. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I can't go yet. Yeah. And I'm like, like that's what I'm saying. Literally. I, I, I know that <laughs> we'll she will me you. We'll FaceTime you from Dubai, Yeah, but it's cool that you now, like you said, it, yeah. it, it's just all a master plan thing here with, with the man upstairs, because you are now having to be mm-hmm. like at her side, she was at your side. Now, yeah. and again, everyone's heard me preach many, many episodes of how important it is to have such a great partner yeah. in your life to help you. It doesn't matter if you're bodybuilding, whether it's your career, whether it's anything in life, it's about those people that have your back and mm-hmm. Jelson and Courtney and my wife, yeah. you know, aka Farinaz Miss Nas, we have amazing partners in our life that have allowed us to get to where we're at because of the support that they've given. And um, it's such a such an important thing to mm-hmm. have that to become successful. And I feel that as much as you want to go Dubai with us, I, I want to go t- everywhere. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. It, but it's it's time for you to yeah. spend some time with her. Yes, um, because. Again, she's almost at full term. Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, it could happen really at any time in the next few weeks. Yep. So no, um, actually, I don't even want to end there. Like, there's so much to look forward to this year. Um, I touched on it earlier. Like, we're wanting to open up a gym this year, Mm -hmm. so that's super exciting. Like, I'm, dude, you don't understand how excited I am to have my own gym. Mm -hmm. It's it's been a I've had to be very patient. Yep. It's a long process and it's not Do you have the
0: spot yet or no?
1: No. We're going to go look at a couple more places this week. I had a spot Uh and then I decided that I wanted to go bigger. Okay. So I said, ah, no, we're going to go bigger.
0: So, started looking so this at is gonna be an open gym not a 212 gym
1: yes exactly yep no cap <laughs> there's a dad that's a dad joke yeah <laughs> that's a dad joke guys so uh <laughs> so no we're going we're going bigger with the gym so we're finding a different location uh-huh. i think we may have found one okay um and i'm gonna go check it out as soon as i get back um but yeah anyway that's super exciting i can't wait to have my own gym that's gonna be amazing and then of course to round it all off we have the olympia next year and i i mean that's you know, my sights are already set on 2024 Olympia. So there's a ton to look forward
0: to this year, man. Yeah, there's a lot. And i um, looking forward mm-hmm. to meeting baby Evie. Oh, yeah. You know, so she's going to be due here soon. And guys, uh, just want to say, make sure you follow Derek. I know you guys already probably do, but not just on Instagram, but on YouTube. He's pumping out a ton of amazing content. Um, we're going to be posting, posting up uh, a couple of the workouts uh, from this week here. And just so you guys remember, also, if you're watching this and Black Friday hasn't happened yet, we are doing an amazing Black Friday sale. So get a chance, go check out evigenutrition.com. We have uh, not only great, great prices on products. If you haven't tried evigen before, now's the time to try it. If you have had evigen before, it's time to stock up and we're going to be doing great tier giveaways. So go check it out evigenutrition.com. Derek, congratulations again on winning the 2023 Mr. Olympia. Thank you. Um, you worked your ass off for this one, and I feel like it's going to be just continuous improvement. So looking forward to getting together again soon. Me too, man. After you have the baby <laughs> so we can rock and roll. Hani yeah. Rambod, Mr. Olympia, Derek Lunsford, and that's the truth. All right, guys, what I'm doing for the first time ever is putting a wait list for my coaching services. Go ahead and check it out, Hanirambod.com Fill out the form below so that you can turn around and be waitlisted if you're interested in any of my coaching services. Go check it out, honeyrambod.com.